to talk your story. We all want to know, how did you survive? Oh man, well it's more than just a story, it's a journey for sure. And the mass exodus from Burning Man is slowly moving forward. Tens of thousands of people are being told to shelter in place. This morning, the harrowing escape to make it out of Burning Man. Rains hit on Friday, liquor in this girl's mouth. There was another van that caught on fire, dildo thing that like squishes. The rain and the hard conditions pulled his actual balls out at one point. <laughs> Shit was getting really weird. Welcome back guys, episode 29. What a fantastic, fantastic. I can't even imagine that this podcast has gone to 29 episodes. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to support us, be sure to check out our Patreon, where we are trying our best to post a weekly episode. That's right. Every single week, we're going to be trying to get out these episodes. That's where you're going to see the most vulgar, the most insane episodes that we film that we can't show to anyone else. You can find it on our Patreons, Patreon forward slash P-O-D-D, just like your mom, R-E, Padre. Um, that's where you're going to find that thing. That's the best way to be part of our congregation. But um, yeah, guys, so uh, we're starting today off with the guest, Adam Gassette, uh, Survive the Trenches. Uh, the war, really, of our generation. Mudding Man. Mudding 20, Man. 23. <laughs> yeah, so he I'm... told me, like, I saw I saw a photo of you, and I was like, oh, dude, we have to get him on the pod, you know, to talk your story. You know, we, we all want to know, how did you survive? Oh, man, well, it's more than just a story. It's a journey, for sure. It's a, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's a journey. It's not even just a destination, not the destination, it's a journey, you know, mm-hmm. what they say is a... Um, the biggest thing about my Burning Man is, I guess, uh, every year I get back from Burning Man, I'm like, man, next time I do that, I'm just going to like fly in and take the Sparkle Pony route, and <laughs> I'm just going to pay for a ticket and pay for a plug-and-play and just like not deal with any of this. But at the same time, every year it comes around, they, my shop just convinces me to do this ridiculous project that I just can't say no to because it's just, it's just too cool. So. Um, this year, uh, our camp Elmendorf and Gertz uh, will drop the Instagrams of mine and and our art shop. Uh, we did a project called Awakening, and it's uh, it's this giant skeleton head um, made out of uh, laser cut steel with uh, a backing of, of vinyl and, and styrofoam. Wow! And it's this enclosed head, like thirty feet in diameter, thirty feet tall, and um, it's got these eyes with lenses in them and adjustable apertures uh, to make what's called a camera obscura. And uh, camera obscura, uh, it projects what it sees on the back projection screen, which is the back of the head in this, in this dark room that we've made with uh, these, also these hands that stick up out of the ground in front of it. And so you, when you see, you're looking at the own, your own hands uh, and the hands project onto the wall, and then you can see like art cars and people and other things pass by in that in that projection image. That when is, you're sitting... That's honestly sick as fuck. Yeah, like, I could def- I could, I could definitely imagine like tripping balls at Burning Man <laughs> and just going in here, and you're like, how does it how does it work? Yeah, you know, that's that's something I feel like a lot of people don't know about cameras is that you can literally create a camera with just like a little pin. In like a box, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and sometimes it happens naturally. And yeah. like when your blinds are like, you just have like a little slit. Mm-hmm. If you notice, there'll be like weird things moving like on the wall, like uh, like behind you, mm-hmm. and you realize that it's literally just like all of the photons from outside entering this hole, right? But then because of the hole, it ends up flipped. Yeah. Right? Which is wild. Like, you got you got to think, like, the first time somebody, the first man who discovered the camera skirt was definitely tripping balls. He, well, he, he, he must have been like, I see the horse. Yeah. Where's the, <coughs> there's the horse. <laughs> and we're even seeing it upside down in our own eye. And then our mind just flips yeah, it Yeah, it flips it. It's flipping. It's got a sensor. Yeah. We got a, we got our own head sensors. Yeah. It's, but it's that's nuts. awesome though, dude. Like, so do you have? Are there any photos of it like online? Oh yeah. That so we can, just just that... look up Awakening Burning Man. Now most of the photos you'll see probably at this time are the 2016 uh, when it came out in 2016, um, and uh, people are still loading uh, the ones from this year. But... Well, because you know, like we're a huge 
we're huge believers of being creative here at the Padre, Padre podcast, okay? Um, because it's the creative works of God. Yeah, show this. That's sick, dude. Yeah, it's made out of steel, and then the, what's really interesting is the fingers um, are anatomically made with act, these chrome balls. We found these big, gigantic chrome balls, and uh, we use cabling across the, the joints um, to make it like an anatomical hand, and you can lengthen and uh, retract the cables, and that makes the hand go in and out. So there's plans in the future for automation um, of the hands to actually move, but they're adjustable. And when we store it for shipping, which we'll also show you a picture of it on the trailer, um, you can you can close the hands up and lower the center of gravity. I feel like I feel like you could you could put I feel like you could run like a bunch of hydraulic like hydraulics in there with like an Arduino. That yeah. you could just like change up. Oh, our know. shoppers are Arduino masters. We use the STM32 and a oh, lot nice. of other mini blue pills. Yeah. And we've even, uh, I'm an electrical engineer, so that's where I come into play with, yeah. with this. For those and, of you who don't know, Arduinos are essentially like yeah. little computer chips, but that you can kind of program in like whatever way that you Warning, want. Nerd moment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically like a super, I don't want to say simple, but like it's a very convenient way to like make other electronic things happen based off of other things mm -hmm. right um and you can there you can make a lot of art with it like you can make a lot of functional things with it but well, it's, that, a, it's a godsend of a nice packaged computer now that you don't have to like be a, you don't have to be an engineer to run one and, and do fun things with it you just yeah, have to know exactly. some simple things which i honestly like i feel like that's going to create a whole new era of like geniuses because oh. there because there are kids who yeah. i mean imagine having even for us what like we probably started seeing uh a lot of cool technology around what like middle school mm -hmm. like we had computers and stuff like that yeah. and we had the internet we had games and that which was like cool but now people like they're there, there's definitely like a like a seven year old out there like with an Arduino in his basement. Like he's gonna have no social skills, but goddamn, is he going to like create the? He's gonna be the next Oppenheimer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's 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 amazing to see like um, how our knowledge of computers and electronics um, will. Uh, kind of progress in the future, especially with generations mm -hmm. kind of like growing up on it. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like uh, more like our generation, which were like there was technology, but it didn't sur like surround our childhood. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there, it was there, but it wasn't the main focus. Mm -hmm. Now it's the main focus. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I saw this, uh, I saw this one smart home that had like these baby rockers. <laughs> Right, and it was like it was the whole thing, and there was like iPads on the wall, but like on, like where the baby, like you oh, know what wow. I mean? Like it's like it's not for anybody else but the baby. <laughs> and I was just sitting there thinking, like, dude, these kids are gonna grow up to be psychopaths. Yeah, I remember bro. when they're like, "Don't put your phone in your pocket. Put it, it's bad radiation for you or something." And now we're just like putting them in babies' cribs, like. <laughs> Yeah, bro. I mean, Elon Musk is trying to put, he's Same putting an Arduino us. in your brain, bro. <laughs> but we'll, we'll save that for the, we'll save that for the Patreon and all that. Yeah, dude, this is the, those like electronic, oh. like movers, like. Oh, well, that's not, that's not so bad. I th dude, are you, I mean, no, are you kidding me? Like hot rod, hot rod in the future, cradle, you yo. know, the dangly things, they're going to replace it with an iPad. They're going to be watching Netflix, bro. <laughs> they're gonna be like two years old just being like yeah i gotta catch even, up on my latest show they're, they're gonna figure out like some way to like educate you when you're like a two-year-old right? like, <laughs> you can get out of school earlier and become a worker even faster all right so <laughs> i want to come back to technology after that because i feel like our nerd talk is always prime oh yeah it's always prime um but i want to go back to you in the middle of the desert. Tell me what you're feeling day one. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so this is my second burn now. Um, last year I, I did a project with the same camp. Can't, you ain't no burn amateur. So this ain't my first rodeo. It's my second <laughs> rodeo actually. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, to specify. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not, wouldn't be an expert, but I guess I'm not a regular. I'm just, I'm just a burner. 
not an, I'm not a noob. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you're you're not like a bonfire just yet. Yeah. You know, you're like one of those. You're like one of those fires that you have like in the back of your house. In the no, suburbs. no, that's like that's my favorite thing to do at Burning Man. Actually, is just we have a burn barrel and we bring our own wood and we do have our own burn. And we also burn, well, just kind of like papers and scraps and, you know, things like yeah. that. Do you um, burn, burn, bro? We burn. You burn, burn, bro? Burn, burn, <laughs> burn the hell out of ourselves sometimes. Do you even man. burn, bro? Yeah, I burn. I burn. Shout out to Cody Co, bro. <laughs> if, you if you don't get at least one burn yeah, injury. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking burning. I burning, swear. Man, you didn't do it right. <laughs> um, okay, so day one, you're probably super excited. Right. Well, I mean, it is yeah, like day one of the festival, but it starts before that with like a whole week of packing up and driving out there. Oh yeah, isn't it like so? It, it's like, don't you need like what's everything you need for for Burning Man? Everything you need. Everything ev- you need. Everything you need. Everything you, you really do need. Everything <laughs> so you can share it with your friends then. Yeah, yeah. Just bring the house. Just bring. Just do it. Yeah. Just bring the whole fam. Move out. Yeah, there. just move. You have to move out there for a week. <laughs> It's a uh, in the newspaper they described it as I think a ritualistic work stay vacation, um, and it, it really is just it, it's a it's a working vacation for a lot of us, <laughs> and to needlessly bring shit we don't need like I brought my snowboard this year because they have a snow ramp there and I, I love snowboarding and that, that also completed my streak for this August because yeah. I, I snowboard every month. I think that's the one thing that's that has surprised me about Burning Man which I have not burned. You know, I'm a burn amateur. I'm a I'm a burn virgin, one might say. Virgin. Yeah, a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> um but what I from what I have seen um I've noticed that there's like so much to do there. There's everything to yeah. do. I also didn't Anything realize how big there. it yeah. was. Yeah. Like it's giant. Like you have different wings of like where mm-hmm. everyone is, you know? Um, so I, I can see why people would really love it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it also, it's there's something about isolation and it's like, you know, like no one's worrying about their mortgage out there yeah. for, you know, more than one reason. Mostly because everyone down there is uh, benefiting off of the fucking <laughs> <laughs> the tech boom. You have a bunch of tech bros down there, like finding mm. themselves. Well, it's it's there. There's a misconception of like who goes to Burning Man for sure, and and this year was incredibly different, um, just because like the rain and the hard conditions, and I don't know. People from the beginning showed up. Well, there was the the first rain. So the yeah. first rain during build week fucked big stuff up for sure. And then there was a dry week and a lot of people even came late to dry week and set up late. And we really only had like two days out of the week before the rains hit on uh, Friday, Friday and Saturday and rained us out until Sunday, Monday. And by that time, everybody had left and really the tech bros and sparkle pony population was slim. And I mean, really, it was mostly just all of us worker the survivors, bees, yeah. worker bees who were stuck there with big, large trucks and projects who needed heavy lift to, to get out and, uh, you know, just diehards that, that it was really almost a burning man revival. No bikes, you know, you couldn't ride your fucking bike. So all the, all the tech bros were just like crypto. They got out. Yeah, they got out. Bro. They pulled, <laughs> there's, there's a video of a guy pulling out in a TRX Ram, you know, the, the Hemi 800 yeah, yeah. horsepower Ram pulling a fucking RV through the mud. Uh, and it was I see sick, the videos, dude. dude. The videos, sick. yeah. Pull up a pull up a video of like people trying to get out. But it the stupid nuts. thing was, is literally, dude. Like, probably not even more than twenty four, thirty six hours or so was like when it was really bad. And then after that, you could find like dry routes where people had gone through before, and just kind of like sneak your way out if you're a good driver. Even if you didn't have a, you know. And really, there's no emergency at all. Like big four by fours were slinging shit around in the mud, and they're like, "No, don't drive, don't drive. You're gonna fuck up the roads and make it unsafe for everybody." And then out in the fucking rain when we're partying is uh, fucking uh, BM org and the fucking ATV going. <laughs> fucking doing burnouts and shit and everybody was having a good time <laughs> so, but, all the, so all the tech bros left and then all the survivors yeah we just kind of stayed out there in the rain oh, just like, like fuck it yeah so much. you had fun oh it was, it was amazing yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's I really think, i think that's a testament to like perspective oh yeah you know what i mean like yeah for like all of dude the videos that i saw I, there's this one guy on um on tiktok 
And this guy, I swear, he was talking about it like like it was uh, like it was an emergency, like a statewide emergency. He's like, here we are. Uh, we're out here. The mud is getting thicker by the minute. Uh, we don't really know if we're going to make it. Uh, and like it just made it seem so <laughs> wild, you know, which is crazy. The fact that like also the the like on on all legacy media, it was huge. Yeah, they're like, you'll never believe it. There are people with more than six figures in their bank account stuck in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and they freaked out. Dude, they were like, "What? Well, we we don't know. We don't." Know. And you guys are just like in the rain. Like it's not that bad, really. Yeah. <laughs> what you do? The new tip in in this year out out is bags and feet. In is socks over your boots with tape that's what you do that's what you, you do. put you put your boots on and you put your old dirty ass socks on them and for some reason the mud just doesn't stick it's crazy because normally like yeah you, they build up pretty good and the flip-flops do okay you can kind of just scrape them off on shit. yeah um but uh this is like eagle socks, scouts man bro. the socks you guys should all get it's patches amazing. yeah for coming out <laughs> burning man <laughs> man yeah and, and uh the portals almost filled up to the brim, but uh, by the time it dried out, they were able to get pumped out. So we made do, you know. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it was just only two days, really, of, of bad, bad. If it would have rained, you know, for like, you know, five days straight, yeah, some of us would have been fucked. Um, but we, you know, um, like I said, really, like I said, you can still get four by fours in and out in this shit. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can still drop supplies. You're telling me and... that Tesla autopilot won't work? Out in the fucking in the sludge. Yeah, go ahead. And oh play yeah, it. so there's a lot Without of cars audio. that freaked out, and you know you just sink right down to the fucking bumper, and then they get yeah, pulled dude, out. Look and at just these guys. Rip the bumpers right out of them. There was another van that caught on fire trying to get out at Exodus Gate. Um, yeah, there was there was another limo that caught fire apparently too. Someone brought a limo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was like a limo art car, and they put a sofa on top of it. It was actually pretty rad. But yes, like I said, they were doing okay, but it's like you're being an asshole and you're missing the whole thing. You're missing the fucking man burn. And the man burn is like, if there's nothing else going on, you might as well see the fucking man burn. And uh, that's the thing about this. This is, uh, like I said, it's all in the newspaper. The the newspaper article, the very last issue of BRC Weekly um, addressed all of these issues and it just came out perfectly. Um, you know, once... Larry Larry Harvey said that once everybody knows about Burning Man, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, um, that it's it's gonna stop changing the world as much. You know, it, the mission of Burning Man has been successful because now everybody knows about it. Yeah, know? now it serves no other purpose. And, and the ten principles are maybe a little outdated, and and maybe you know the people there too, like just continuing to do the same same thing over and over. Uh, it doesn't have to end, but there's at least uh, you know an obvious. Um, changing of the guard happening yeah you know and it's different it's, yeah it's so much different and i i encourage it you know I, I love the change and i love the big huge art festivals and and the big music and seeing fucking polo and pan kill it this year well i think um, i think like burning man as long as it changes in a good direction and it yeah. doesn't go too commercial because yeah. i feel like well that's there's... that's the whole thing about it is it's like brc is literally a city now and with a city, you have gentrification, like for sure, like, you know, like more inflation than necessary because so many people want to be there. And there's such a competition to have the biggest freaking art car out there. Even Elon went out there with an art car, a Tesla powered art car or some stuff last year. I yeah. Think. Um, so there's just damn. There's so apparently much... autopilot does work, bro. <laughs> yeah. Elon was out there fucking doing circles in his Tesla <laughs> in the fucking mud. Just woohoo. <laughs> and so it's pushing out the the more introverted quiet people who just want to bring you know a small art piece of their own and display it um because of all the rowdiness and ridiculousness going on yeah um uh and also the funding too you know it's it's harder to get grants for smaller pieces than it is for larger pieces and that's another reason why the newspaper is not going to be anymore uh, which is a real bummer. They had a newspaper? Yeah, they had a newspaper that used to be printed on Playa. Not anymore, but um, they had it out for free. And uh, they don't want to give the editor a ticket anymore to next year's burn or really help her out with placement or funding. 
Damn. And so she's just like, fuck you guys, then I'm, I'm leaving. And I don't blame them. And then a lot of people are like that too, yeah. you know? They're just, the cost is going up and the ludicrosity of the heat and the rain. And, uh, you know, it's making, it's almost like, I, I think Burning Man may still continue to shrink just down to this core of survivors, like you said. Yeah, you know? it's gonna do. It's gonna do one or the other. It's yeah. either gonna go like super corporate, yeah. and it's just gonna turn into a, just like an EDM festival essentially, uh-huh. or it's going to shrink down to like all the survivors, like you said. Yeah. and then at that point, it's just gonna turn into like a nudist <laughs> fucking colony <laughs> of all the people yeah, that yeah. like to do the yeah, black like, rock what, what naked we, pub crawl. Yeah, what if we just meet two times a year? <laughs> and then the next time it's like, what if we, you know, what, three, four times a year? And then it's just all the town of Gerlach, like. Yeah, and then they just create a town. <laughs> they already have, like. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> I always thought I always thought that that, that was nuts. Um but I think there is something to say to, uh, you know, kind of being in this environment because a lot of people, from what I understand, is it's kind of like a religious kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Like when you get there, it, it kind of tickles that same part of your brain. Oh, yeah, and that's that, that first go... day you were talking about. You know, the first day you get there, you're like, oh, my God, it's a release. I've gotten here. I deserve this. It's so amazing to freaking be here. And your energy's just through the roof. Like I stayed up my – even though I was tired from driving, I stayed up through sunrise my first day. Just because, you know, just to fucking see it. And yeah. It's, it's amazing. And then as the week wears on and shit gets wild, it, it, it gets wild. But then at the end, you know, to kick it off, you got yeah. the man burn. And that's just nuts. Is it's something that, you have to is, see. Is that your favorite part? Of course. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, – we're going to finish off Burning Man with one last, uh, with one last question. So what's, what's the craziest thing you've seen at the burn? As a seasoned burner, the, well, the I did see this burns. one Indian guy at some like 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 an actual native Indian American uh, at a dive bar, like serving drinks out of this like dildo thing that like squishes and it like squirted liquor in this girl's mouth, <laughs> and then I think he also pulled his actual balls out at one point. <laughs> Shit was getting really weird. Yeah. So this guy just like. Like, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna turn into a nudist colony, bro. It's just, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're out on the desert. You know, my balls can be out. You know, the, it's not the same. Rules I can squirt here. liquor in people's random strangers' mouths and like, very interesting. <laughs> Do you see apparatuses. any famous people there? Uh, no, I heard of some. You know, I a friend of mine's friend's girlfriend of mine met uh, Tipper's girlfriend or something like that. Um, but I don't I, think she'd be considered famous. Yeah. Uh, Usually there's some crazy there's some crazy names out there from what I see. I, I keep my interactions yeah. pretty short some, most of the time. So even if I met a famous person, sometimes I might not even know. You know, you you're, know? you're just talking to Brad Pitt and you're just like, dude, this Molly is fucking <laughs> great. <laughs> Are you sensing those? And Brad Pitt's like, yeah. I was like, it was nice meeting you. <laughs> and you just like leave and you're just like, that guy was so nice. Yeah. You see, like everybody's all on this like rich He's asshole. very handsome too. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's on this rich assholes trip of Burning Man. And I'm like, yeah, sir, you know. Lots of people are assholes, and lots of people at Burning Man are rich. There's really nice people that are rich at Burning Man, There's too. There's just every kind of person at Burning yeah. Man. Yeah, so don't trip about it. I mean, like, it really is just like a fucking city now. Right. So. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's fucking, that's wild. That is, that is wild. Well, I'm glad you got out. Yeah. And I'm glad that you made it into something uh, that a lot of people seem to be ruined by. Oh, and the, and the rain wasn't even the worst part of it. The, when what? we were coming back through Salt Lake, we were towing. Uh, we, so we have this ambulance, an old 2003 Ford ambulance, a diesel, and it pulls this flatbed trailer with all of our shit on it. Yeah. And uh, I was driving it up uh, Utah past um, Echo and Colville. Um, really beautiful part of uh, Utah, east of Salt Lake City, and uh, just I'm just motoring along, and then all of a sudden, bam! And the truck goes wah wah side to side, and I fucking step on the brakes. We were only doing like 35 miles an hour, anyways, because that's as fast as you can go up a damn hill. Yeah. But we fucking stopped, and I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" And we're in the middle of the night on a two-lane road with like no fucking shoulder at all. You know, trucks are fucking passing by way super close, and on the inside of the road. 
on the left side, the fucking both dually wheels almost fell off. The all the all the wheel studs were broken off, and the wheel almost fell off. Oh my god! Yeah. And so, dude, that could have been so, so bad. bad, especially like if holding it weight, came off. holding weight, and yeah, yeah. So if it actually came off, we would have been fucked. But because it didn't, we were able to call this salty bastard from Colville. Um, <laughs> To come out and give us a fucking flatbed tow, and he maneuvered that thing like a fucking master and got us on the fucking flatbed without the wheel falling off, got us back to this tiny town, and they were able to fix us up, like, from... We took it in at, like, midnight, and the dude started working on it at, like, 7 a.m. By the time everybody in the fucking motel woke up at, like, 10, they were done. And we were out of there. Yeah. It was awesome. This guy just is just like, I have to go where, dude? <laughs> They're like, it's an ambulance. We got a big human skull thing. <laughs> yeah. They're from Burning Man. And He's we like, gave him oh. some stickers, too, which reminds me, that's one of the great principles of Burning Man that I really love is uh, gifting. Gifting. Oh, it's like, um, it's, like uh, it's like the Swifties. You know what I mean? With, like, the bracelets. Yeah. It's, yeah, so Burning Man is just basically, you candy. know, like a Taylor Swift concert, <laughs> just without all of the fucking white sorority girls. <laughs> yeah, well, they, there's definitely Taylor Swift there if you want to find it. Yeah, you could find you Swift can find, anywhere, you can find, you can find anything you, find, you want at Burning Man. You can find Man. Swift anywhere. the beautiful thing That's about great. It. Thank you for that, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's our camp sticker with the, with the art on it and the head, so... Tick. I wish I could give something back, but I guess I haven't well, burned you. yet, so I don't know. Just thanks for having me on this podcast. Right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm glad you got out. Uh, I'm glad you made it fun. You did, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people, they probably went home and they just they just were not about it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. They just complained forever to everybody, and they're like, I'm home safe. They probably mm-hmm. went on Facebook and they're like, mark themselves Well, that's safe. that's what I was thinking today when I was coming over here was like, some people have a really great boost after Burning Man, and it really relieves their oppression, and they're just they're just back in the game again. And it's because like I think, or, or you know, some people they they just really fall off the wagon and just just yeah, spiral. or the opposite. They like, and, and I think it's because you get back deeper. and you see that the city, like our city, at least for me, it's it's a lot like Black Rock City. Yeah, you know, you have the same thing. It's the same stuff. I mean, yes, we use money, but but we interact in very similar ways and our businesses and our homes are like our own camps, you know, and we have camp mates and people and events. And Well, it's like, it goes back to kind of the core of what our ancestors used to be. Yeah, it you does. Know, which is like, we used to just, we used to just move around in these big tribes. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like that our lizard part of our brain like really loves that Uh you know what i mean like your lizard part of your brain hates that you own an apartment on the fucking third floor you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so when you go there that's the same thing with like camping you feel almost kind of like rejuvenated Mm -hmm. you feel like you even though you're sheltering in place in a fucking tent for like three days some would even (laughs) say that you you're having more of an like a natural connection with um with nature well, and the way things work like i yeah. said you know when the sun comes out and it's it's evening and it's just the right temperature everybody takes off their clothes and then when it's fucking cold everybody puts on clothes and goes inside you know so like the social scene even just revolves around the weather out there yeah exactly you and know? so it, it kind of brings you back to those to those raw roots which i think all is circled around this idea of like a soul and mm-hmm. like this religious need to explain things further than you um and also those social interactions between people yeah. are, are like are like huge because it forces you to be social when a lot of people won't. Yeah. But like you said, there are people who leave it and they feel drained. They'll, you know, they went there only for drugs. They only went. Well, like there I said, for a lot of people super, that left, you know, almost reasons. left pissed off. I feel like sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, you know what, fuck it, and it's it's poor communal effort. Really, you know, to just be like, fuck you guys. I've done what I could do here and I'm out of here for the weekend, right. you know, because I got shit to do. I can't be late. And really, the rain didn't delay anybody. Like, you could have still gotten out on Monday the same time you would have if you stayed for Temple Burn on Sunday, which a lot of people don't even stay for Temple Burn, you know? So, um, they just, they don't burn, bro. They They're not burn. true burners. They don't burn. They're they just there burn. to take some pictures and get out of there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. you know. But I feel like that's kind of the Coachella crowd. Yeah, those are the same people that go to Coachella. You yeah, know? but the survivors they ain't going to Coachella. Well, and, and like I said, we still welcome uh, all all that crowd and 
and spectators, I suppose, because without spectators, we wouldn't have a lot of money in cash and funds, you know, ticket yeah. funds and things like that. Yeah. So we, we again, you know, it, it's, we an need the rich it's an interaction between you know, us. It's an interesting... Like, they're still rich people. We're still going to treat them like the rich people, but <laughs> we still need you. You know yeah. what I mean? Elon, we need you. Yeah. Okay? Like, we might not like how you do things. If you got, if you got some really crazy right? idea for art, send it to us. We'll but, build it for you. <laughs> speaking yeah. of rich people that are that are constantly dogged on i don't know if you've seen this but logan paul is supposed to fight dylan danis the way that he's been trash fighting uh, or trash talking which it dude it's it literally is like talking but logan paul just gets um engaged to this girl named nina right dylan danis posts like 200 photos of her with like all of these other famous guys that she got photographed with you know and he's doing this daily but um he was doing and so he was he was doing a a show with with aiden ross i i believe and he said that he had these like super explicit photos of her oh and and that uh, and that these photos could like ruin their relationship forever, but he wasn't going to release them. So uh, he she actually files for a lawsuit against him. This is before like their big like boxing fight and everything, right? And on top of the lawsuit, she also files a restraining order against him, right? Which is wild. So I think what that does is that begs to differ, like, what is on those photos, bro? Right. Like, what? What Are they even is real? It? Like I said, it says doctored photos. You know, you can't even tell if anything's real these days. You That's can make the thing AI, with AI. You can make a naked photo, AI photo of anybody these days. And honestly, who really cares? I mean, like, that's the thing is, I, I really feel like. If you're going to be taking photos naked, like, you just have to know that they're going to be out there everywhere, you know? <laughs> He's got that burn feeling to it, dude. <laughs> dude, it's fucking take a dick pic. It's out there somewhere. It's yeah. floating around. <laughs> Who cares? Like, yeah. I don't, fucking... even think, I don't even think it's, like, naked photos. I think it's just, like, photos of... Um, of like her with like, all these like famous dudes, mm-hmm. right? Which is and that's just like a jealousy thing, like right? Like it's a jealousy thing, but I think also what it's insinuating is that she's like only in it for the clout. Is you know? But it's like it's L.A. Who isn't you, in I, it for the clout? That's what I'm saying. You, you like know? own that shit, man. Just fucking own it. Like it's not a problem. Just be like, you know yeah, what? dude. She's been with fucking. In fact, he was on Flagrant too, which is another comedy podcast by Andrew Schultz. Um, why don't you go ahead and, and pull up that clip of of Logan Paul on Andrew Schultz talking about the controversy? Um, but he was basically just be like. Uh, I think one of the comedians was like, well, at least she got a nice roster. And then she's like, he's like, yeah, dude. Like, you know, she's <laughs> she only fucks with the top caliber of men. You know, if, if anything, you got to feel good about that. Fucking you know? props. I would I feel like I would be so much more mad if I was Logan. If he posted a photo every day, if he posted a photo every day, but with like. An ugly dude, you know what I mean? I feel like that'd be so much worse. You're just, you'd be like, you'd be like, girl, why is there two hundred photos of you with all these ugly dudes? You know? And she's like, it's just my type. And you're like, oh no, oh no. You come to realization, it just all starts piecing together for you. You'd be like, am I two hundred and thirty-one? No, baby. All right, run it. I think I think you're a little bit late. Just just start more from the beginning. Damn, we got hit with the ad right before. But yeah, I feel like that'd be so much worse. You know what I mean? It'd be like your girl's just been dating all these fucking, you know, like the moles. They look like mole <laughs> rats that somehow got up and passed themselves off. Well, I like guess that just was... makes you feel bad about yourself, I guess, you know? Yeah. It's like, I dated that person? Oh, my God. 
I don't know. I feel I feel like girls care less about I feel like girls care less about looks though than guys. Well, of do. course, of course. You know, girl, girls de- uh, girls can date an ugly guy and like feel no shame about it. But that he has to have something else though. There's something else. There's never just an ugly dude. Well, That's like just I said, this dude. gets down to this whole whole tribal roots thing again. You know, it's it's, it's literally protection. It's uh, yeah. Like, like even even you see it at like like Burning Man with guys that have RVs. It's like, hey, honey, it's raining. You want want to sleep in my you RV with me? You want to come into my <laughs> my oasis? Yeah. <laughs> in this desert, mm-hmm. you're like, oh damn, you're trying to be all fucking weird about it, son. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, you know, girls, I feel like every girl's got, like, an ugly, ugly boyfriend out there, an ugly ex-boyfriend. <laughs> there ha- there's always one, bro. There's yeah. always one that's like, how, how, did, <laughs> how did this, and it's, and it's always just like, I don't know, he just, he had such a great personality, and then you're just sitting there thinking, like, damn, like, what kind of lines was he using on my girl, dude? <laughs> like, what, you just giving this up? Like what the fuck? <laughs> You're like I'm not, I'm not funny. I must be more funny. I know. Damn it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like oh, he was so fucking funny. He was so hilarious. You're like I'm funny. <laughs> I'm funny, right? And you're like yeah, honey. You know, but you got other aspects. And you're like, like I don't know if like I feel good mm. about that. Or not. <laughs> you know, like would you rather be the ugly boyfriend or the unfunny one? You know. All right, roll it. There, it, there should be, like, a separate segment on Flagrant. Like, if you just look up, like, uh, Logan Paul talking about Dylan Dennis. I think this is, like, a small segment. Anyways, if you find it, you, you, you can find it. I think that, that might be it. Show me this video. I'm listening to it. I changed the audio source. I just haven't heard them actually mention his name or just talking about like the photos or whatever, but yeah, just yeah, keep looking, and if you find it, just pause it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is like a wild thing. So, but apparently, like he got blocked off from posting any photos that he obtained illegally, right? Um, or could be hacked or like you know AI processed or anything like mm. that. Which, like you said, like this is this is this is today's age now yeah now we have to deal with photos that can depict mm-hmm. anyone doing just about anything yeah right you know what i mean and in fact there was uh i remember there was a guy who got arrested i think for like having this ai like website where it was all like famous people like famous girls that were just streamers or you know they weren't like they weren't sex workers at all but this guy had this whole website filled with uh filled with uh, like ai versions of that porn you know which is crazy dude imagine imagine like accepting like the terms and agreement of some random app that you you know that you downloaded like a fucking year ago and then you're just like scrolling through like Pornhub, and you're just like that guy that guy has hair like me what is he have a mustache and you just see yourself <laughs> Just getting back shots. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Be like, you sold our, you sold your image to us, so we can do with it whatever you want. <laughs> and you're just like, oh god damn it, dude! Like, what the fuck? Like, that's the future. That's literally where it's going to end up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, any person would be able to like you search your name, be able to use your body and hack into your. About your brain and some fat guy will be controlling your body. Some fat guy, right? He just forces you to eat. That's what you're telling your therapist at night. He'd be like, "Why are you gaining so much weight?" Be like, "Well, there's this fat guy. He hacks into my brain every night, and then he forces me to go downstairs and make a delicious bologna sandwich." <laughs> Why do you saying it's delicious? Oh, because he makes them really good. You know. Imagine getting hacked. And it's like they just do all the grocery shopping for you, so it's like none of the stuff that you normally want. <laughs> that would be so annoying to oh have someone God. else grocery shop for you. You'd be like, dude, <laughs> what? What's this fucking? What's this bullshit that you? Vegan cheese? <laughs> what do you got going on here? But yeah, I just think it's wild that um, that uh, you know. I wonder if this fight's even going to happen at this point. 
You know, if, if they're if they're doing a if she's doing a a restraining order, that means she can't go to the fight. Then, right? Oh, they're just bullshitting. It's just all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's just all bullshit. This girl and this girl has has been with fucking everyone. Just look up uh, look up the photos with Nina. Like Logan Paul Nina photos. You will never believe the people that she's been hanging around, dude. She's like she's friends with every fucking famous person ever. I think just do it without the photos. Do it without uh, Logan. Photo, ph- yeah, photos with Nina, famous people. I don't know. You can literally go on D- Dylan Dennis's Twitter and see him every morning. He says good morning, and has a new photo. And that's all the trash talk he's been doing. He's just been <laughs> posting these photos, which I I will admit I think is hilarious to a certain extent. But as soon as you start like threatening to like post like intimate photos, then it becomes a little bit of a different yeah. thing, you know. No, oh, it's just so ridiculous, you know. Just let things go. Let people be, you know. She can do what she wants to do. I think all it is is just trash talk. Like, this poor girl just got stuck in between this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then again, if you're going to marry Logan Paul, like, this is going to be the shit that you're going to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, what's going to be husband is going to be, like, a huge, you know, like, there's so much drama mm-hmm. around the Paul brothers. Yeah. It's just an unlimited amount of you like you have to know that, you know what I mean. With mm-hmm. all the famous people she's been hanging around, you know, like you just you just have to know that. But to be honest, like I have my money on Logan, bro. He's got the fury. He's got all this anger. He's just been storing up like fucking Dragon Ball Z energy mm-hmm. that he's just ready to knock this guy out, dude. He better, dude, because the last fight he had, he lost. So he literally has a 0-1 record. <laughs> so if he loses this one, dude, he's so fucked. You can't lose this one after after all this shit. Damn. It's just a baby, yeah. Life of a fighter. No, most of them are just like photos with her with like famous dudes. She's just dated every famous dude ever, mm-hmm. you know. But again, like if this was in Montana, like what the fuck doesn't yeah. make any sense. But L.A., L.A., dude, half of those girls have dated every fucking famous person, you know. It's like whenever you see that on the site, like all the ads on the like on the side that are just like you won't believe who's dating who, and it's just like two people you never imagined would be dating. You know, it's like Timothy Chalamet uh, and fucking, like, Shakira. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, this is, this, is where, this, is, this is where society has reached now. Passive aggression. Just passive aggression. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, everybody, everybody, um, because, like, you can't say stuff anymore. So now it's like all you do is just post stuff mm-hmm. that just incriminates you. <laughs> In like every way possible, you yeah. Know? Like I, I can't wait for the day that's just like everybody's just gonna have each other's dick pics, <laughs> yeah, on hand all the time, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, bro, if you don't fucking do this, okay, I got the whole photo album, and you're like, yeah, so does Twitter, bro, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Like you said, it's just it's out there. Like you said, might I, as well. Like I said, I'm on the train, man. Just just own what you do, you know. Don't do things that you wouldn't do, and yeah. when you do, a fucking apologize, yeah. you know. And there's nothing more you can do. No need to hide shit, you know. Yeah, I was never a fan of taking dick pics. You know what I mean? I felt like a lot of dudes. It felt like there was a select amount of dudes that just did all the dick picking. Oh yeah, so Joe Jonas. Is that it? Oh yeah, he was dating the Adam Levine. She was dating mm. Adam Levine. Dude, imagine dating this girl after all of this shit. Who's this girl guy? Lead singer of The Wanted. Leonardo DiCaprio, the classic. That dog. Damn, dude, she's professionally dating, bro. She went, she went out to L.A. and she's like, "I'm gonna find everyone, someone, 
<laughs> so I'm going to find someone and they're going to fucking marry me. And then she had to go from Hollywood elite to like YouTuber status, which I'm sure hurt a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, damn, like I remembered like a few weeks ago. She's like on her Snapchat and it's just like photos brought up from last year when she was on a yacht with fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Man, that's the thing is I don't I'll never understand is like the need for that validation. You know, it's it's fucking toxic. By like, fa- by like famous people. Yeah, like I like that's why people are famous is because they don't stop. You know. Yeah. Like like normal people like we get like money like you know a couple million dollars and we're like all right I'm just gonna fucking move somewhere and hang out with my fucking friends and live a kick ass life. You know. These other people are like no I must be with the most powerful people well, in the I world. Think, you know. I it's think it's nuts. the I think it's like the same thing of like when you have you ever like been in front of like an insanely attractive person like either a guy or a girl Mm -hmm. and you're just sitting there and you're just like wow i hope they like me and then you're up that you have to like shake it off for a second you're like why why do i care more (laughs) that this fucking person you know like you hanging out with brad pitt and not even known as brad pitt you know like i why do i want him to like me so much (laughs) i get little fuzzy feelings you know (laughs) like i don't understand you know but it's that same thing i think it's like you see people who have had successes in certain areas, mm-hmm. right? And it's like you want to be that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of hope that if they accept you, then that means that you must be somewhat on the same level as them, mm-hmm. which then makes yourself feel better. Yeah. And I think that's where like a lot of that validation comes from, mm-hmm. which like back in the in the good old days, that was only for like the mayor who ran your town. Yeah. You know what I mean? The local sheriff, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like 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 the monarchy like that was uh-huh. huge you know like yeah. religious leaders yeah. you know and now it's like we don't have that anymore uh-huh. you know i don't nobody even, even know. knows who's in office anyways. yeah i don't even like... know who's in who's in office you know to be honest <laughs> like it could be you hit that ballot and you're like i don't know who the fuck most of these people are but <laughs> Right? Like, you could be going to Safeway, and there's, like, the guy who's determining what your taxes are going to be paid is, like, sitting there just getting a banana, and you're just like, look at this fool wearing a fucking suit. Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, like, voted for him? You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, there's no fucking point, but... I, yeah, I just I, there, I feel like there's always going to be that need for validation for certain things, you know? And... This is something that I feel like I'm very intimate with because I'm a content creator. You know what I mean? Like there is no greater form of like wanting validation (laughs) than like getting millions of like – like something that I think that a lot of people don't understand is the feeling that I get when I just get like one million fewer Mm -hmm. views. Yeah. And it's so – fake it's so fake you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like like obviously like you can feel bad because oh you're not doing as well on your goals Uh like that's one part of it yeah you know if you're a good person you're lucky with like maybe 80 90 percent of it is that Mm -hmm. you know if you're you like you have a soul you know you're not one of these like nothing behind the eyes kind of people (laughs) you know those people's like 80 90 percent they're just mad that they're not good at something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, right? But, like, sometimes I have to kind of, like, stop myself and be like, listen, the numbers aren't what matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it does it does matter in a sense that, like, you need these as metrics to, like, continue to be better. But the thing is, is that, like, small changes like that really shouldn't change your day-to-day grind. Yeah. If it changes your day-to-day grind and that means you have something more invested in it and that's your ego. Mm-hmm. You know, which at the core of it like like Burning Man and like psychedelics in general is this idea of an ego. Yeah. You know, and it, like all the research that I have done along with like personal accounts from uh, my friends who have done like psychedelics themselves mm-hmm. and is that it all comes down to this idea of like self. Yeah. You know, like what what do you portray yourself as? Because mm-hmm. it's not true. Yeah. Whatever you portray yourself as, it's not true. Whether if it's like you telling yourself that you're not good enough or telling yourself that you're way better than you truly are. Right. You know? <laughs> we don't really know what we're capable of until we get tested in real life, you know. Oh, dude, I think yeah. I think most humans are animals. 
And the only thing that's stopping us from being animals is the fact that we have a new show on Netflix every day and we have a store that's like, you know, a mile away that gives us food as much as we want, you know? (laughs) Take away the Netflix shows and take away the fucking local McDonald's and Safeway that you buy all your groceries at. Everyone instantly like our fucking ancestors. (laughs) You will be on the fucking streets just like causing havoc. Give them bread and circuses and they won't revolt. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you need an NFL team every once in a while, you know what I mean? As a, <laughs> as a, as a, as a great comedian said, he said, you know, all all you got to do is like give your people an NFL stadium every few years, and don't <laughs> fucking forget about all the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the the fucked up shit that you're doing behind, uh, you know, behind uh, the scenes. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you think you could survive? Let's say apocalypse happens, right? Whether if it's zombies or nuclear warfare or, you know, everyone's nudes and search history gets leaked, you know, that could certainly end uh, end the world, you know. Do you think you could survive? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah? For, well, for some time. For some time. I probably I, wouldn't uh, live as long as I normally would. But, I, give myself, I give myself six months to a year, max. I'm not making it past a year, bro. <laughs> you know, because after a year, that's when the real shit happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun for three months. Well, that that whole first year is that's when you like need to scramble and get your shit prepared. Yeah. For the long run, because if you don't do that, then the resources are just gonna go down. They're just gonna start there, dwindling, you know, so. and then you're and so the, and then you have to create like a renewable yeah. place that you exactly can stay what's, at. like the first year you're gonna use you have to use non renewables to create your own renewables. Yes. Yeah. You and know. and then you need protection to protect your your bungholes. Well, it's like Minecraft. Yeah, because the local militia is gonna come by and fucking diddle your diddle your fucking uh-huh. shit. Yeah, real bad. Because... That's why I would just move to the mountains in some super remote place, right? And use modern technology. It's to like, gonna be yeah. like Rome, where like you don't have porn, so now you just like force people to fuck in front of you. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> there's like there's like somebody pretending to be like the web page. <laughs> you know what I mean? They even have like a little X at the top. You're just sitting there and you're just like X. You're like fucking X <laughs> Like that's that's how I imagined that's how I imagine like the the end of the world would be, you know, the apocalypse. It would just be a bunch of people like just paying other people to kind of like act like they did back mm-hmm. in the day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be some guy who's at the top. Somehow he ended up like the king of the survivors mm-hmm. and he just like gets off on like forcing people to do shit. That's why it's like it always comes back to the same thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like we have society, we build it up, we have rights, and then it crumbles, and then we go back to like, you know, monarchical, mm-hmm. you know, super patriarchy, you know. Yeah. You know, but hey, you know, who knows what? You know, like with with the Gen Z being a part of the apocalypse, we might have a few matriarchies out there. You never know. You know, just a bunch of women. And like one dude that they jack off so they can continue. Oh man, well on that's that's what I'm saying is I I think women have always had the place of power for a long yeah. time. Yeah, there have there's been there now, actually has again. been like a lot of historical matriarchies. Yeah, I right? mean I think it's natural because they're really the ones that decide. You know, I think they're better at like, I think they're better at a lot of decision making when it comes to like understanding the needs of their media people mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah and and that's that's something that's that's messed up with the society today is that those those types of roles like you know caregiving and and nursing and teaching and all those things are underpaid are very underpaid underpaid dude. so like, so women are being anything. forced into this masculine role like oh do science and learn math and you can get paid more and actually live it's yeah. like well i'm not naturally inclined towards you, that you, you know? know that there was actually a study done that uh, found out that um people who got surgeries from women were least likely to have side effects after mm. i definitely have less side effects from women uh, massaging me than men man sometimes some guys like rip me up sometimes like, i'm just sore <laughs> for like three days and i was like well that sucked well you're just sitting there and you're like damn like now i'm just hurting more yeah i'm just hurting more than i was before bro uh-huh. like i don't know maybe our bro sausage should not fucking happen anymore yeah <laughs> 
fucking bro it's bro Saj saturday dude we're fucking we have it on the field like yeah but can you not handle me like you're fucking <laughs> like you're a goddamn gorilla bro yeah. like i'm not your girlfriend dude just fucking just get the knot you know yes there you just sit there like <laughs> 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 you know what that reminds me of? Bring up the the chiropractor dude that uses like a fucking hammer and like a chisel. There's this chiropractor guy that uses a uh that uses like a hammer and a chisel and he basically like chisels at your your knots. Mm-hmm. But there's one knot that apparently is in your butt. It's like near your butt. So there's all these videos of him just like sitting there like Mm-hmm. Like drilling into these dudes' butts, and they're like, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. If you can find it, that's gonna be the real jobs. What do you think? Like, if there was like a makeup society, what do you think your job would be? You know, made-up society. Not like a, like a what do you call them? Like. Like a reformed society post-apocalypse. You know what I mean? Oh, I'd still be with the same role I am today. I'd be an engineer. You'd be an engineer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, I could do art on the side. And you're like, shut up, bro. You're making us fucking rockets. Yeah. Okay? Because <laughs> the fucking next tribe, they're trying to diddle us. And we're trying to diddle them. We need more rockets. Do you want to be diddled? Or do you want art? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want you want diddling or you want art? This your this that's, that's my art. Is my art is science, All right, man. Fine, dude. I'll make the fucking rockets. I'll make the goddamn rockets. I'm just saying we could use some art around this place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we're eating we're eating all these people, bro. It smells a little weird here. That's why I just want to lighten up the mood. You know, everyone's crazy from eating each other. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I i i'd i'd give myself i'll give myself a year for sure to to be on the apocalypse well i think it depends on like whether if i can reach leadership mm. you know what i mean like that it, 50 50 for me yeah you know what i mean like if you let's say like you you're a year in you yeah. know what i mean and you just you end up like running into me you know the walking dead style yeah you know out of nowhere you know <laughs> yeah like yeah it's one of two things is gonna happen okay one i'm either gonna be like fucking shitting in a fucking hole you know just barely surviving off of scraps just like just only me like purely just luck i've just survived on like i like i haven't eaten in three days scrounging for twinkies yeah exactly or i'm gonna be like ahead like the president of like this like whole community of people we're gonna have a whole army you know we're gonna have everything it's obviously gonna be a sex cult (laughs) or you could just wind up being the jester I, to survive, I'd do that too. Yeah, to survive, I'd do that too. But I feel like I feel like they would just they would get too pissed at me. You know what I mean? Like, well, would, that's the, that's the thing. There's a, really a fine line between being a comedian and a leader. Honestly. Yeah, there is a fine line. But like you're telling the truth. But comedians know? have always been known for truth. Yeah. You know that that that's the original reason for gestures. It wasn't mm-hmm. for entertainment because yeah, they had music, true. they had plays. You know they had because the know, jester knows what's had, up. They had sex slaves. You know they was fucking yeah. entertained, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And plus it was back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day when you're dying at thirty, you fucking. You know, you laying that shit down, like, as many hours of the day as possible. Yeah. You know, you got to get as many fucks down, you know, if you're dying at 30. So, like, they had entertainment. The The real reason for, like, gestures was the gestures would always tell the king's uncomfortable truths that might lead to more success, right? Yeah. Because all the generals are just like, you know, all the generals during the fucking USSR and Stalin, you know, uh-huh. they're all very, you know, it's very good. So Stalin, I don't know. <laughs> it's good plan. It's good plan. <laughs> don't worry. We're not going to die. <laughs> you know, you're just trying not to fucking be killed by the uh-huh. leader, you know? Um, but so the gesture would always be the one who could say shit, but would never get killed yeah, essentially. Cause he's funny. Right. And that was like a universal rule. You know, a few gestures got killed here and there. <laughs> they made a few, you know, your Went mama a little jokes. too far. Yeah. They, you know, they hit the yo mama jokes. That's where the and first like, yo mama jokes. Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> do not talk about Solanus's mother. <laughs> yo mother. No. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, otherwise than that, they told like these super important people, like you know, like Sire, you you do, do not desire to be diddled by the next clan over. <laughs> they have much more people to diddle, and he's like. You know what? You're right. <laughs> and all the all the fucking generals are like, "Woo!" You know what I mean? Like they're just like, "Thank God that this gesture's here." Yeah. And I, no, I don't think. I think in a survival situation, I'd either eat shit or I would want to be a complete leader. You know, no in between for me. You in the right circumstances, I think you could do it for sure. Yeah, you I mean, get totally unlucky and get the fucking unlucky card and just yeah. die. I mean, you know, I mean, I you know if none of this works, but, uh, my next plan was just to start a sex cult. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I, 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 I could get it done in today's age. You know, just like make it about Burning Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. It is kind of in its own way a little cult. You know, people do get cultish about the Burning Man, dude. You're literally burning a man, like, and you're all gathering around the Burning Man. I mean, I got all my, got all my. Stuff I'm wearing every year, I get like a new piece, you know, to wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just collecting I'm like stuff. A, I'm like a member, I'm like a certified member now. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's your here's your participation patch for this year. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem with sex cults is that the sex eventually fades out. I feel like the sex can't last more than like a generation or two. In most yeah. sex cults, you know, because then you gotta have an inflow of people and outflow of people. You know, you can't just be the same people because then they, like, start to fucking fight and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and also their kids end up in a sex cult with all the other kids. And and then it starts getting a little weird. And usually kids just, like, leave and stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck it, I'm out of here. It's like the reverse reverse of the whole, like, Grateful Dead bus thing. It's like, oh, shit, now I've been born into this. Now I'm leaving to the Yeah, I mean, that was probably a lot of kids who were born during the 70s and, like, the sexual revolution. Uh They probably, like, were done with sex by by the time that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, my parents were just super open with it. It was just weird. And now, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just a missionary guy now. Yeah. (laughs) i just do missionary but it's the real freaks are like the catholic people you know people who have been subjected that like they can't think about it Mm -hmm. you know so that's why you got to find a good middle you know well that's what we were talking about utah like going through utah is crazy the mormon underground scene is insane oh yeah you know i mean it 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 still happens it's just repressed you know yeah it's even worse and like more illicit and fucking terrible and sex trafficking rings and a friend of mine almost got stuck in a sex trafficking ring in a really interesting like scenario in fucking Utah where like interesting scenario in Utah yeah (laughs) this girl almost got like grabbed and thrown into a fucking van and you're like that was interesting (laughs) (laughs) damn dude yeah it's fucking you know I think all it's all the soaking bro you know they're just soaking too much yeah you know or uh, what was that other thing called when you you soak. I think it is soaking. It's like when you when you put it in her, but you don't move. But then you have one of your friends move the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what soaking is. You didn't know that. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> so like you're inside of her because in the Mormon Bible or whatever, apparently it specifies that only it it specifies that only the movement of sex is considered sex. So they found a loophole. <laughs> so all this is just having sex up there on stage yeah the yeah yeah see mormons soaking like slash, slash jump humping so they'll have a friend they'll they'll have a friend while they're sitting inside of her and their their friend will start bouncing on the bed to cause the friction so technically they're not having sex because they're not causing the friction what yeah <laughs> It just happened. I just slipped and fell, and then somebody started jumping on the bed. It was weird, you right? know? Imagine it my explaining fault. a pregnancy. Yeah. You're just like, I swear, it was, they, they were jumping, and the whole thing just, I, you know, <laughs> how am I supposed to know what's happening here, you know? Like, Joseph, because, you know, they're all named that, or some shit, you know, down in Utah. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's fucking, that's, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Do you know what docking is? Yeah. That's one of my favorites. I think that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. So when you take one guy that's uncircumcised and one guy that's circumcised and you put the tip in <laughs> from the from the fucking the extra skin and then you dock it like Just a for fucking funsies, shit. I guess. <laughs> 
It's not gay, bro. It's not gay. <laughs> it's like the the goddamn island boy. So it's not gay if we make out for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting there trying to convince your friend. You know, it's a science thing, dude. <laughs> Fucking PEMDAS, dude. <laughs> the scientific you've never you've you've never gone to like no dude i'm not gonna put my dick in your fucking foreskin for scientific <laughs> research reasons fucking whatever it's dude. an experiment right <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are being experimental that, that is for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude i just can't <laughs> all right well like we're at an hour so is there anything else you wanted to what you wanted to talk about um, no, not really. Just go to Burning Man if you've never been before. You don't, you only have to go once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Fucking go. Oh, plug, uh, plug all of your stuff. Uh, yeah, he's got some cool stuff. stuff, uh, happening. So go ahead and tell the camera. Yeah. So like I said, I'm with a public art studio and we build public art. Um, we have multiple Burning Man projects and, uh, got the Instagrams there and as, as well as my own and I do make music and I DJ and I like to do vinyl DJing specifically with analog and different nerdy stuff like that so awesome so you can find all of his links right in our description check out his stuff he's super talented with his art he's also super talented with his djing everything around thank you everyone let's give a round of applause for adam for coming in the survivor yeah the survivor i fucking made it right (laughs) part of the new congregation remember guys if you want to support our podcast uh leave a like comment and smash that subscribe button let us know how we're doing let us know if any subjects do you want us to go over and be sure to check our patreon it's patreon forward slash uh pod double d just like your mom r e for padre you're gonna find our best and wildest content on there we appreciate you guys thank you for being part of the congregation. Bye.